I'm Evan Mark Katz, dating coach for smart, strong, successful women, and your personal trainer for love. Welcome to the Love You podcast, where you'll learn how to operate from a place of confidence and make better choices with men. When we're done, I'll let you know how you could apply to Love You to create a passionate relationship that makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. Hey, this is Evan Mark Katz, dating coach for smart, strong, successful women and your personal trainer for love. I find that I'm restless in that I want to put out more content. I want to put out better content. I want to put out content that tells a better story, that is more heartfelt, that is more personal. And sometimes the demands of social media is that you just got to figure out something to say in a minute and churn it out. And I don't really want to do that that way much anymore. So I've decided to do something I never do because I'm so very anal. And I decided to get a little bit more loosey-goosey with this. What that means for you is that there will be more Love You podcasts. It's not just going to come out once a week on Friday. From now on, it's going to kind of come out whenever I want it to come out. We'll probably get into some regular cadence, but for now, I'm going to be just putting out more things that I want to say, and the whole thing's going to be a lot less scripted, even though the script is the same as my my voice, the same thing that I want to talk about. Uh, scripting, it takes a lot more time. We're just having one sentence on a piece of paper below is a lot easier for me to just get on and talk to you about and put it out into the world and not have to worry about making it perfect. The perfectionism will go into my newsletter. So if you are not on my newsletter yet, that's where all the person, the, the, the detail work and prepper is going to go. That's going to, and if you're not there right now, go to evanmarkatz.com forward slash quiz or evanmarkatz.com forward slash dating and you get on my mailing list and I'll be sending different stuff out on my mailing list. The podcast is going to be, I think, more fun for me and we're going to be able to tell different kinds of stories for your benefit. With that said, I want to tell the story about a client of mine. She will remain nameless because uh, my clients do not come to me to uh, hear their names out on the internet, but they all understand that the very nature of this job is helping people learn from those experiences. Anything I've ever said or anything I've written or coached is something that I gleaned from talking to a client. So I always appreciate my clients for allowing me to share their stories, but I don't think her story is terribly unusual. She is in her mid forties, late forties, perhaps a smart, strong, successful woman, runs a company, uh, twice divorced, and has just a really fraught history with men that starts way back in her childhood. Uh, you don't have to be a psychologist to recognize that a lot of the things that we do as an adult are completely informed by experiences that we had before we could really form our own opinions. Well, what we saw from our parents was our normal. Their relationship was normal. How they treated us was normal, right? Even if it's not healthy, it was normal. So... You know, dad left when she was a baby. Stepdad came in and he wasn't a particularly great guy. There was a lot of coldness and passive aggressiveness where 
he would go sort of do his own thing and mom ran the house, but she had resentment toward him. So he was just this really sort of selfish guy, expected the world to revolve around him and wasn't particularly sensitive to the needs of his wife or his kids. So she grows up and this is her model. First guy in her life abandoned her. Second guy pretty much said kids should be seen but not heard. And this informed all of the subsequent relationship choices she's made. She chose husbands who were like her father slash stepfather. And as a result, because she's so used to men leaving, she's become a pleaser. She's very, I mean, wildly successful and extremely conflict avoidant. Just very, very afraid to speak her mind with men because she was raised not to have her feelings acknowledged, which is literally the opposite of what I'm trying, trying to do as a parent. But this, and we call it the normalization of deviance, something is broken and broken becomes the normal. And so she's gone 40 some odd years, never speaking her mind in a relationship because if she speaks her mind, she may find that the guy fights back. She might find that the guy pulls away. She might find the guy says, I can't do this at all and abandons her. By saying this to you, I'm, I'm hoping that a percentage of you, however unfortunate, I'm hoping a percentage of you identify with that and realize the pathology behind that and how there's no way to be happy if you select men like that. And why do we select men like that? Because that's what's familiar to us and around and around we go. But that does not speak to all men. Not all men are like that. But if you choose men like that, you're going to have the same relationship that you had with your father and try to recreate it over and over and over again. And that's a losing proposition. No one gets happy trying to repair Right. I mean, the, the, the concept of daddy issues, no one gets, you know, no one is successful by trying to date another version of her father when the father turned out to be pr pretty much a, a bad relationship role model to begin with. We don't fix that guy. We avoid that guy. So now my client, through the magic of love you, has a great boyfriend, like legit great boyfriend. He's a single dad, but he really shows up for her in a way that she's not used to experiencing, but she's been keeping a secret from him. And I can understand why, um, because this is her issue. This is her shame. This is her struggle. And she doesn't want to share that. She wants to be the happy-go-lucky, easygoing, pleasing girlfriend. But that's her. that's been her survival technique forever, is choosing men who couldn't handle her feelings or her thoughts or her emotions or her ambitions. That's her survival technique. And it's gotten her this far where she could be successful in business and cut off from real love and vulnerability and authenticity and a, a long-term intimate relationship. So now she's got the guy who's already in on her, already saying he loves her. And she hasn't told him that she has an eating disorder and she's been struggling with this eating disorder forever. It's, it's hers. We all have struggles. And I've had issues with anxiety. Sometimes I'll mention that here. I don't do it in too much detail. I'm not afraid of going into detail, but you know, I have my struggles. I'm pretty sure my wife has some mild form of OCD, um, which she does not do much uh, with in terms of, you know, she's not the person who's going to go into therapy about that kind of thing. She just kind of plows through. And I think most of us have something that we struggle with in some form or another. So this is her thing. And it would be fine in theory if she could isolate it, but she can't isolate it. And this is what we were talking about on our last call. Literally any day, there's three meals. There's breakfast, lunch, and dinner. 
And so all of that, she's found ways to cope and work around, but she, she has a, a legit problem and she has legit anxiety around food and what she puts in her mouth and sometimes goes, you know, long stretches of time without eating and, and, does, and tries so hard not to make it weird to the point where she's not really fully self-expressed within her relationship. She has to hide a part of herself instead of having a partner who gets her and supports her because that's what men are there for. That's the whole point of the partner is that he can get you and he can buoy you and he can lift you and he can hug you and hold you and understand you. And if you're not, if you don't let him into that part of you, then you're kind of carrying on not a fake relationship, but you're wearing a, you're wearing a mask, right? And you're wondering why someone can't see behind the mask. So this is really different. She's treating this guy like he's her husband's. Like he's her father and he's not. He's shown nothing but kindness and consistency to her. He's been a good communicator. He's made an effort for her. So there's a love you saying, you can't do the wrong thing with the right guy. If this guy's the right guy, when she lets him in on the idea that this has been a long time problem that she struggled with, he's not going to run in the opposite direction. Her fear. He's not going to yell at her. He's going to say, oh my God, sweetie, that's so awful. How long have you been struggling with this? I had no idea. What could I do to support you? Tell me how to handle this. What do you need from me? That's what he's going to do. That's what reasonable people do. He's not going to lash out. He's not going to flee. And these are her fears. This is why she's gone five months with a guy who loves her and hasn't said the same thing she, she told me on the phone. So let's direct this towards you. Do you have some shame from your past that you're carrying around with you? Is there something you're afraid of telling men because you think that they're going to judge you and leave you? Have you been taught by other men and bad relationship role models that you have to smile and nod and shut up and deal and keep all your pain to yourself because men are not interested in that? That has everything to do with the men in your life from your past. It has nothing to do with the next guy who comes along who really wants to know you and be there for you. Men want to be needed. If you act like everything's fine, everything's perfect, that might be the story you tell that gets you by in the world. Maybe that's the hat you wear as the CEO. But in a relationship, it makes men feel needed for you to lean on them and let them in. And vice versa. We want to be able to do the same for you. Imagine, again, a guy lets you in on his vulnerabilities and you bolted in the opposite direction. That's not a really good look. And there are people who do that. There are women who do that too. But that's not how we make our dating and relationship decisions. We work towards the best case scenario instead of fearing the worst case scenario. If my client shares her, her personal fears, her personal shame with her boyfriend and he bolts, He's not a very good boyfriend, but chances are he's actually going to step up and he's going to be able to buoy her through her continued struggles with this. Just imagine what it's like if you could share everything with someone and know that they're going to be there for you, that their presence in your life is as strong as the floor underneath your feet. That's the whole purpose of a relationship. If that seems foreign to you, if you haven't had that relationship before, that's why I'm doing this podcast. That's why I have this job. That's why I've got so many love you love stories is because this is not something that you should have to carry alone. 
And I, I emphasize it a lot, especially for high achieving women. You take care of everybody else. You take care of your, your old mother. You take care of your kids. You take care of your clients. Who is taking care of you? And just being able to let your guard down and exhale and bring your shoulders down and do a metaphorical trust fall into a guy's arms is the reason for relationships. It's not just to have someone to travel with and make love with. It's for this. And so I told my client to lean into her relationship and trust that he wants to take care of her and he'll be able to handle whatever she has to say. If you're in a relationship with a guy, you should be able to do the same thing. And this is very, very different than dumping this on a guy on a first date where he's not ready. He's not bought in. Right. Telling a a stranger, tell me on a date that she she was overcoming drug addiction. I wasn't ready after one date to handle that. Maybe if we'd fallen in love first, it could have been a thing that I handled. (laughs) But certainly when you have a guy where you've built up a reservoir of trust and you could tell how he feels about you, you should feel safe expressing your mind Always, if you don't feel safe expressing your mind, you're probably not in the right relationship. My name is Evan Mark Katz. Thank you for being here. Uh, this has been the Love You Podcast. And uh, I think I, I recorded something for the people who want to take this kind of coaching and bring it into your real life so we could help you get the relationship that really buoys you the way my client has a guy already and she hasn't fully let him in yet. Now, this could be for the rest of your life. You can make this happen. The choice is up to you. Thanks for your time. My name is Evan Mark Katz. Thanks for tuning into the Love You podcast. For more episodes like this on YouTube, click the subscribe button, ring the bell, and choose all to get notified when new content comes out. If you're on Apple or Spotify, please leave a written review, which helps to amplify this podcast to other high-achieving women who are ready for love. And if you want a man who makes you feel safe, heard, and understood, go to www.evanmarkkatz.com forward slash apply and watch my free video about how you could fix your broken man picker. When you're done, apply to Love You to join other women in a coaching community where you'll gain confidence, raise your standards for what you expect from men, and get the relationship you deserve. I'll see you there.